0: Welcome to the latest edition to the Compliance Podcast Network, the podcast, 10 for 10, which brings you the week's top 10 compliance stories curated together in one podcast each week. Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, brings you the compliance professional stories you need to be aware of at the end of your busy week sit back, and in 10 minutes, hear about the stories every compliance professional should be aware of. Every Saturday, 10 for 10 highlights the most important news, insights, and analysis for the compliance professional, all curated by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. Get your weekly filling of compliance stories with 10 for 10. 10 for 10 is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network, and now we'll have a short message from the Compliance Podcast Network's sponsor for this month, Ethico. In the intricate world of ethics and compliance, each second is precious, and slow case closures are more than just delays, they're missed opportunities. Enter Ethico. Our solution revolutionizes case management, cutting case closure times in half, and turning every challenge into a chance for improvement. Imagine a workspace where efficiency and compliance coexist harmoniously. Don't just dream of faster resolutions, make it your reality. Visit ethico.com slash cpn today to book a demo and dive into our exclusive white paper by Tom Fox, 2023, the year in compliance. Empower your team with the tools they deserve. 10 for 10 for the week ending January 20, 2024. Our first story comes to us from CNN, which reports that Singapore... Minister of Transportation, S. Iswan Aran, has resigned after being charged with corruption, confirming a historic development for the city-state that prides itself on having a clean government. The charges are the, part of the biggest corruption probe to engulf Singapore's ruling party in decades. And it really is a black eye for one of the world's great anti-corruption stories. Next up from Reuters, uh, reports that China's war on corruption turns into a high wire act as China's crackdown on corruption is no longer simply a campaign, but a part of the overall Chinese Communist Party governing system. Anytime you can inculcate anti-corruption into your governing strategy, I think that's a good thing. Whatever you may think of China and the competition slash coming conflict between the U.S. and China, this is certainly good news, and it really uh, even uh, mirrors the Biden administration and their uh, policy on corruption, which was released in January of 20, excuse me, December of 2021. Next up, the first of three stories from the Wall Street Journal in the Risk and Compliance Journal, Richard Vandeford reporting that the uh, Matthew Axelrod, the Commerce Department's Assistant Secretary for Export Enforcement, says that we should expect much higher penalties for the violation of export controls, which has been expanded to, as the U.S. seeks to curb the ability of Russia and China to obtain certain technologies. He said that those fines and penalties could approach the uh, the size of those for FCPA cases. We've certainly heard that export controls are the new FCPA And if we start seeing some massive fines and penalties, I think that will get everyone's attention. Our second story, also from the Risk and Compliance Journal, jointly written by Mingi Sun and Ben Glickman, is about the uh, award against J.P. Morgan for $18 million for violation of its whistleblower protection program. What is interesting and indeed new about this is the first time that uh, we've had such a retaliation case involving someone other than employees. Here, it was customers or third parties of J.P. Morgan who were prohibited for in their uh, contract with Morgan for going to um, uh, from disclosing facts that might be uh, securities law violations. So the SEC continues its robust enforcement of whistleblower protections. And our final story from the Wall Street Journal, uh, also from the Risk and Compliance Journal, David Smagala reporting that the crypto brokerage firm Genesis Global Tradings has agreed to pay $8 million in a settlement with the New York State Department of Financial Services over alleged failings in AML and cybersecurity programs. The uh, As part of the settlement, The DFS, uh, the trading unit, will surrender its BIT license, which allowed it to operate the crypto business in New York. The failure to maintain a functional compliance program demonstrated a disregard for the DFS regulatory requirements and exposed customers to potential threats. Our next story comes to us from Bloomberg, which reports that in Guatemala, the anti-corruption campaigner Uh, who ran for president, has been uh, sworn in to the oath of office as the president of Guatemala. He faced down a large number of uh, people against him in his campaign, and he has pledged to create an anti-corruption commission, boost public spending, while his finance chief said that the government will target an investment-grade rating as well. So congratulations to Bernardo Arevalo, the new president of Guatemala who ran on an anti-corruption campaign. Next up from Business Insider and perhaps uh, one of the reasons for the earlier report on the Chinese making anti-corruption a now uh, regular part of their party platform is the uh, Chinese military. Uh, it's, there's fears inside China that may be as corrupt as the military in Russia has been. Um, that's pretty corrupt, uh, but the Chinese military has gone undergone several significant leadership shakeups and new intelligence reports that corruption is running rampant in parts of the People's Liberation Army, interestingly, uh, specifically around its prized rocket forces, which uh, point to the fact that some of the missiles were supposedly filled with water rather than fu- fuel. Now, the United States cannot really... Um, depend on that in a coming conflict with China, but really tells the need for, um, why China is so robust. Our next story comes to us from National Times. Bill Ackman, who was instrumental in, uh, bringing down the former president of Harvard has threatened legal action against the German media group, Axel Springer and business insider over the, their claims that his wife engaged in plagiarism. The, um, FT reports that Ackerman is about to file a lawsuit against uh, those entities. And it's going to be interesting, obviously, when you file a lawsuit, you unleash forces that you don't always control. And, of course, that means discovery on all of his wife's academic papers. Uh, from the New York Times, the Russian invasion of Ukraine had the unintended side effect of destroying or uh, getting rid of many of the Ukrainian oligarchs' basis for their uh, vast fortunes as the Russians have targeted steel mills and other physical facilities, which were the basis of them. So the um, uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine really may even have a positive anti-corruption impact. And our final story comes to us from... The BBC, which reports that uh, Mike Jeffries, the former CEO of Abercrombie & Fitch, is now under criminal investigation uh, by the uh, FBI around allegations he sexually exploited and abused male models at various events uh, for A&E or A&F rather across the globe. Uh, I've previously talked about these allegations, and we've had podcasts on them, but these are very serious allegations, and now we have a criminal investigation into them. So it's going to be very interesting and probably problematic for both a and and for Mike Jeffries, a former CEO, around these allegations. Compliance Podcast Network is sponsored this month by Ethico. Ethico is a leader for compliance champions like yourself, with its ethics and compliance optimization system built to turn goals and guidelines into real ROI for your program. For more information and a special white paper, go to ethico.com slash cpn. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of 10 for 10. If you have, please check out the Daily Compliance News where I report on four key compliance or corruption stories each day. 10 for 10 and the Daily Compliance News are both productions of the Compliance Podcast Network.